Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I write an automotive column for Bay Area News Group, which is the San Jose Mercury and the East Bay Times in Walnut Creek, California. I've edited and published the website, theweeklydriver.com, since 2004. And my co-host, Bruce Aldrich, is on another assignment this week. So I have the uh, fortune to the good fortune to speak uh, to Annie Wolfpouch uh, today, and if I mangled your name, Annie, did I say it correctly? You said it correctly. Thank you, Annie. Annie uh, and I met with my wife and a bunch of other journalists um, a, f- a couple days ago, and uh, I was down in uh, Santa Cruz area, and lo and behold, we checked into the Dream Inn, and my heart skipped a beat because... There was a Volkswagen van uh, parked in front of uh, the hotel, and lo and behold, Annie is the owner of that, and she also owns a wonderful uh, old school bus that has been converted into what is um, called by everybody in Santa Cruz and the the area around there, uh, the Brew Cruise, and on the back of Annie's card, it says, uh, we're fueled by local craft beer. And I got to talk to Annie a little bit, and she's, she's our guest today on the Weekly Driver Podcast. We're talking to her. She's in Santa Cruz, I believe. And Annie, thanks, uh, yes. thanks for being available. Appreciate it very much. Oh, my pleasure. It's sure. so nice to meet you. And yeah. Glad to be on. You, you bet. You're a, a pretty uh, happy-go-lucky, uh, wonderful um, owner of these two vehicles. And I guess the good place to start is, uh, let's start with the Volkswagen uh, van. I believe it's a 16 window, and is it a 64? It's, I would say, Kelly Green. It's in great shape, and also the bus. So if you wouldn't mind, just take me through the two vehicles you own that are pretty iconic uh, in their own way. Yeah, so we, I actually purchased the VW Secondary. So I purchased the larger bus first as the flagship, Yes. Uh, which is an international. And um, I told you that story on the bus, but yes, um, yeah. We do you want me to start with the VW first. Sure, either way, whatever you feel comfortable with is great. Yeah, well, uh, so the VW, I knew once I'd gotten the international, and I did paint it. It's, it was called Courtyard Green. There you go. We Thank you. We roll painted it yes. in a, a friend's. Front Yard, uh, who let us basically refurbish the bus for seven months up in Felton, California. Yes. Um, So I knew when I was searching for a secondary vehicle, I wanted something smaller to be able to facilitate small groups and be able to get around town easier, um, that I wanted to get a VW bus. I mean, whose dream is it not to, at some point, drive and or own a VW Especially it's, if you have any sort of uh, family nostalgia, which we definitely did. Um, so I searched high and low, and I might have found the VW at the perfect time because now, of course, they're really expensive and harder to find in yes. good condition. Um, my next-door neighbor when I was searching for it, actually had two very old Fanagans that he was wanting to unload on me, but I knew I needed something that was more road ready. Um, so we, my mechanic and I 
we're in touch with people from all over the U.S. We were thinking about flying out to places. We drove down to Los Angeles area, like Tehachapi, twice to go look at different ones. Um, and they were Brazilian VW buses that had basically, they had the Brazilian mud painted over on them. I oh, mean, boy. They were shipped over repainted and then uh not in great condition because we needed something that had been ta well taken care of and lo and behold i had almost given up and was looking at it i forget i think i was like looking at like wagoneers like a jeep wagoneer yes and um then this vw popped up uh we were on i think jbugs.com we were looking all over at different vw websites and um and so this VW came for sale in Campbell, and it had been owned by a family who, whose son had named, nicknamed it Slow Boy, and that's the license plate that now I still kept. Great. Um, the, the couple had found it on the side of the road in Colorado and got it fixed up and drove it back out to California, and it was there daily driver for their family and then as the son who named it had gotten older and was going off to college they decided to sell it to pay for his tuition <laughs> oh my gosh so, what a story so i uh i found or i made we made the sale and um although he's the previous owner is not a beer drinker or actually a drinker at all. Um, I said, anytime you want to come back over the hill and give it a spin, you can. And uh, we've stayed in touch. So, yeah. That's great. That, that's how Slow Boy became born. <laughs> now it's a 1964? Yeah, it's a 64. It's actually 13 window. I wish 16. Oh, 13. That would be awesome. Uh, eventually, we do want to do the split pop-out. It's already split window, but we do want to do the pop-out uh front windows which i think would be fun um and yeah it i was cruising it around and the v i forget i think we did a uh tour with the management from dream in um after i'd been on the panel with dan who was on our tour the other day and he yes. said you've got a vw i love it let's take the crew out or can we take it out and um then the VW just started living at the Dream Inn. So now it's their sort of unofficial mascot and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, there is a, I've come across a few other businesses and I was asking you and also asking Dan uh, about uh, Dan being the, uh, the the gentleman who hosted us at the Dream Inn and, and we did a number of nice things in, in the area. Uh, I was asking him about it and you about it. The increase in the small businesses that either use their a vehicle more times than not it's a vintage vehicle as a mascot as you said or they use it as part of a business or they use it as the business for example i've been to some um uh restaurant debuts where there's a uh an old van that's been converted into a little portable bar or there's another company mm -hmm. that does a barbecue out of a of an old van whatever it might be and it it seems to me it's a perfect idea. Of course, it attracts attention. I've seen you know fire trucks that are pouring beer you know out of the side of the truck, and 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 you have a version totally. of that. Yeah, you have a version of that with with uh, you, the two vehicles. And when did when did when did the the van have a begin to have a permanent home at the Dream Inn? Uh, 
we kind of, I mean, kind of immediately. So we, I knew that I wanted that smaller vehicle for public tours and because most of, on my larger bus, everything is, is private groups. And um, I wanted something that the public could book and reserve, but of course the VW was at our house. So I wasn't going to have people show up in our front yard to board. Sure. Um, And so the logical next step was, hey, like where are people able to meet and stay? And uh, I'd already had a relationship then with the three men. So I approached, approached them and said, would you be comfortable with, you know, operating these public tours out of your hotel, both for your guests and the general public, which would then, you know, uh, spur business at your restaurant and, and bar for, for guests as well. And they said, absolutely, that sounds great. That's a no-brainer. I mean, you go to New Orleans and that kind of stuff's happening all over. So, um, yeah, I think it was, let's see, it's been in 2000. 17 okay. when, when it started to, I think, yeah, 2017. Gotcha. And it, it ties in because the uh, one reason we were down there is that the Dream Inn is, um, I think it was in March, uh, celebrated its 60th anniversary. And your vehicle, if I'm doing the math correctly, correctly, correctly is, is coming up on its 60th a birthday. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so there, yeah. there's a great tie in there. For their big 60th party, there was a, they got a whole motorcade of of vehicles, uh, 1960s vehicles, which was really cool to see. And Absolutely. it was nice to have the VW a part of that. Yes. So I, I think, as you mentioned, if you have guests from the hotel, or even if you happen to be there, or, or Dan or other people at the end have mentioned, you might have somebody my age who remembers the vehicle from being a boy and how prominent they were a very close friend's father had one and i rode around in it a lot and then there might be younger people who are taken aback because maybe they've never seen one or they've seen one go by on the road but they've never um, had a chance to look at it so could you share if something comes to mind from either an older person uh, who said, oh my gosh, I had, my family had one of those and they, they, maybe they might even get emotional or a young person who said, I can't believe what this is. What is it? Can you share any of those kinds of stories? Those stories are happening all the time. Yes. Um, particularly with, yeah, the generation that grew up with VWs. Yeah. Everybody had one. Everyone had a story. I mean, my own mother-in-law had a VW bus that she toted my now husband around in for most of his life. Um, and Santa Cruz particularly, yes. as our funky beach town, um, has a lot of those stories. So, uh, yeah, there's it's almost instantaneous when that bus goes out that somebody's going to walk up and start chatting uh, or asking questions about it or, yeah, regaling with, with their own stories. But the young generation I love because, yeah, whether or not they would know how to operate or drive a VW bus of that year. Yes. um, They, you know, with trends and uh, sort of the 70s throwbacks that we see in popular culture. I mean, VW buses, we could argue that they never went away, but they are definitely cool, considered cool in cross culture now so yeah it's fun i i was cleaning it the other day 
and I heard a saxophone and I'm like, what, what is happening? Like I was listening <laughs> to probably a podcast while cleaning. So I turned down my, my podcast and look out the window and there's a young boy, probably, I don't know, 16, 15, who's standing outside of the VW at the three men playing happy birthday on his saxophone while his parents film it on the phone. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, (laughs) what is this? I don't know what's going on, but whatever's happening is amazing uh, for, for so many different reasons. And it turns out that it was for his grandfather's birthday who loved VWs and they knew that the VW was at the dream Inn, And so they weren't staying there. They weren't coming on the bus, but they came down to shoot a video. What a sweet story. What a sweet story that is. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I have my own creepy video. I was then taking from inside the VW bus of this happening. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So you, you, (laughs) I guess grandpa probably wasn't expecting me in the background, but, but yeah, um, there's so many stories and I love hearing people's, I mean, there's always a breakdown story that everybody yes. has. Yes. Uh, you know, the, uh, we used to have a couple local, um, VW parts shops in town. Uh, one of which, uh, unfortunately closed, uh, right before I went into business. So, uh, parts, we have to get parts actually over the hill. Um, but there's still the old folks home, which is like our tried and true VW repair shop. And Slowboy has to go in there once in a while, as you do, uh, for anything that I can't fix myself. And just sitting and talking with everybody else in there who's a VW owner. Um, and the owner is, himself is just so great. Oh, that's, those are nice connections. Uh, just uh, to remind uh, me and to remind the audience, what kind of a engine does that van have in transmission and how many people does it seat? So that ha- that's a, the original block engine. Yes. Uh, that came with the VW. It's a dual carb though. So yes. the previous owner put actually two carbs on it. Uh, transmission. Oh my gosh. That's You're okay. going to have to edit this out. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Um, I know all of this in some capacity. That's okay. Uh, my mechanic would know it much better. Um, and it seats seven passengers, but there is uh, eight makes the driver. Gotcha. Um, and we actually, the we took out the middle seat, so it came with the original, you know, big long bucket seats. Sure. And we took out the We took out the middle one, and now it's at my house as a, play seat outside it still has still has the original bounce and then we reconfigured the inside so that uh there's a jumper seat behind the passenger and then a two-seater alongside the window so it's more conversational in there gotcha and i think uh going on the freeway is perfectly fine but it can probably be a little sluggish uh if you had to Mm -hmm. go over to uh you know, if you go to Ben Loman or, or what is it, Big Basin or whatever, the other little hilly um, Bonnie Dune, those, that takes a challenge. That's a challenge, I bet. That, if it's just like me and my husband in yes. there, yes. Um, 
that thing can rip on the freeway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> because of the dual carb. So that, I yeah. mean, that the VW will smoke my big bus in a race. Fantastic. Um, but with a cab full of passengers, seven passengers, and my and one of my drivers, uh, it's yeah, slow. It puts the slow in slow boy. So it definitely isn't going. Uh, it's not going over seventeen. But it can. We can get up to Bonnie Dune and. Uh, you know, it's, he still has a little bit of kick in him. That's great. The um, I wanted to interrupt uh, just to remind people that we're, I'm just going to say Annie, her wolf pouch, but um, we were down there. Everybody calls you Annie. It's in, in, in a, from what I observed, in a term of endearment because you, um, you're very effervescent and you have a big smile on your face. And I told you that you are a... Um, a younger version, a uh, much younger version of Alanis Morissette, and I wondered if, I wanted to, I, did you look her up, and had you had that before? I hadn't had that before, um, but like I told you, I love her. Yes. It's so, you know, it's funny, because do we, do we ever know what we look like, you know, or how we're no. perceived to others? Um, but I came home and said that to my husband, and he was like, oh, yeah. You know what I had gotten is a young Sigourney Weaver. There you go. Which sure. has a similar look, I guess. Absolutely. You know? We'll put the two um, of them together. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, I wanted to also, before we go on to the other vehicle, I wanted to ask you, you um, I remember that you said when we were trying to coordinate a good time for your schedule that uh, you have t children and you drop them off at school or go pick them up. And I was impressed, not that other people don't do that as families, but considering the kind of business you have where, you know, you really have to uh, coordinate schedules of people at the end or other relationships you have uh, in your kind of business, uh, it reminded me that you really have to go after that in terms of raising a family as well. And it's a nice entrepreneurial business, but you're, I'm sure, as you know, you probably really have to have a, a good detailed calendar to keep track of stuff. <laughs> I do have a detailed calendar, yeah. I mean, I, I count myself lucky for being in a position of, yeah, running my own business and um, making choices that involve both my family time and uh, work time. Um, obviously, there are some days that's, that are more challenging than others, um, but in the spirit of my children growing up and watching mommy <laughs> work on both work on and drive uh, and operate uh, these two beloved buses. I wouldn't say most kids are going to have that experience. So no. hopefully it will be a positive impact on them and not they look back and are like, that was really strange. But uh, yeah, it's life is all about balance, but I, I feel so lucky because I definitely uh, need to be in a job where I can talk to, storytell, uh, interact with people in the community. So this is and beer. What's what's not to love? That's you know, I mean, love. on your tour we did we did coffee. Right, right, we did <laughs> Which, coffee. But later, the, I don't uh, think I've had that much coffee in in a morning. Yeah, in a while. it was great coffee. And then uh, the next day, <laughs> I mean, with all the different pizza places and breweries. 
and a pub mm-hmm. around Santa Cruz. I know it's a, a great business for you. We happened to go to a place I'd never been before. It was called Bookies. Oh, yeah, at Santiadarius. Yeah, and uh, with the books on the ceiling or on one of the high walls, and I never had what they call unauthentic Detroit pizza, and boy, was it terrific. I don't know if you're... It's so... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm in there once a week. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, both with with groups, but also also solo. My only regret is that they don't serve it by the slice because uh, it's hard for me to take down a whole pizza <laughs> without bringing home leftovers. It's, it's rich. But. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, and that, that triggers a thought before we go on to the next vehicle, which I want to give it its uh, due time as well because it probably attracts... Um, at least as much attention, if not more attention, than the VW. And that is the <laughs> sense that I have of Santa Cruz. And I, I may have mentioned it to you, I've forgotten now, that with the the terrible things that have happened with nature down there and the, and the loss of the the bridges and or the pier and the bridge or whatever, the, the old cement ship, I think, took some damage and all, that, all those things, mm-hmm. the flooding and fires and so forth, I had a sense that, that there's a community that, that works together um, without having it sound too trite or, or cliche-ridden, that it seems to have a res- the, the community down there seems to have a resurgence of, of business and, for lack of a better way of saying it, people taking care of each other. Do you have a sense of that, or am I overstating it? No, definitely. That's exactly what our community does. And um, we have gone through a lot. I mean, uh especially in the natural disaster areas with the fires two years ago and then, yeah, the, the flooding and the storms this year. Mm-hmm. But everyone always rallies and comes together. Um, it's incredible, the output and auctions and um, just aid that people are constantly sharing and resources. So, yes, we're, it's a very tight community down here, and uh, it's humbling to be a part of. That's great. Now, um, not saving the best for last necessarily, but saving a really good other story is your, is your other <laughs> bus. And uh, I watched, I took a video, uh, and I have to, like true confessions, I took it while you were driving, and I just think you were in the moment, and you were, had this big smile on your face, and you were enjoying taking, <laughs> taking us around. And um, I had the iPhone on, and it showed us kind of cruising through, um, the city, and it was wonderful. And and could you share with us the the genesis of that bus? And it reminded me of, um, for lack of a better way of saying it, kind of an old hippy dippy bus. In, in, but all in a wonderful, all in a wonderful way. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hybrid. Um, yeah, kind of bohemian, like camp. I get a lot of like. This reminds me of going to camp. Yes. Um, yeah, we I, we definitely. The the aesthetic was relaxed, vintage, living room, um, beachy. We wanted it to be light and bright. Um, I found that bus, like I was telling you, on Craigslist uh, right when I was first. I'd, I'd written up a business plan. I had an idea sort of of what type of bus I wanted, but obviously the idea of owning a bus and what that entailed and operating of us was like, okay, I'll just, I just have to like separate that fear from like what 
you know, the, the next objective, getting the bus, right? Like, yes. we'll, we'll just do this step by step. So I found a bus after I'd been looking for a short, short period of time mm-hmm. on Craigslist that I'd just gotten posted. And everything else I was kind of seeing was on these, like, big bus auctions, and they were massive. You yes. know, they were big old school buses, and a lot of them were Bluebirds, uh, which not to knock Bluebirds, great buses, but um, they didn't quite have that friendly, big hood aesthetic that I wanted, which uh, comes with an international. And I found the perfect size, little 24 and a half foot international bus um, up in San Francisco. And I was the first one to reply. And I sent this owner my resume, all my my business plan and said, like, this is what I really want it for. And he said, mm-hmm. great. Uh, that doesn't really concern me. Do you want to come up and see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I caught a one-way ride up to San Francisco, not really knowing what I would do, I guess, if yes. the bus didn't work out. But um, And came with my checkbook, and I think it was $5,500 total. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. uh, it was parked downtown San Francisco. I got up there in rush hour. He was kind of feeling frantic because not only does, you know, there's a lot of movement in Soma at that time, um, but he had racked up so many parking tickets on this thing (laughs) that he was like, you got to get it out of here before I even get another one. Like it was that dire. So we took it for a spin and again, I mean, immediately I was behind the wheel, which was so intimidating. But sure. I was like, you know, I'm going to drive this thing home. So we, he kind of taught me the ins and outs or the basics. And uh, we drove around downtown at rush hour and then made the sale and I was off. Oh, uh, and driving down Highway 1 back to Santa Cruz with both like, bouts of oh my gosh what have I done and then also singing at the top of my lungs and realizing that there were you know 20 cars behind me because I was going 35 miles per hour Um, and the bus had been a tour bus for this band uh, who I I bought from the lead singer and uh, so there was a series of curtains and sleeping quarters and uh, little kitchenette and places to store the, the instruments. And so it's all kind of compartmentalized for the band's purposes. And I, uh, you know, kept it like that for about a week. And then a family friends said, you know, you can use our property to refurbish the bus, which was great because I'm not sure what I would have done otherwise. Um, and we took everything out and uh, sold a bunch of the bus seats because people, I guess, wanted those for a variety of things and um, donated other curtains and wood and whatnot from it and then just started from scratch. And it was about seven months of uh, kind of just figuring it out. I mean, it's a flexing metal box. And a good friend of mine who's a contractor was happy to help me with it, but he'd never done, you know, like a schoolie renovation before. So it was first time for both of us and it came out beautiful and 
just kind of the way we wanted. And then I was able to, as tours started and physically people were on the bus, start to get a feel for like, oh, we definitely need this here or, oh, they're not utilizing this. So we can omit that. So, um, yeah. It has, a, it has a tremendous amount and, of character. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And her name is, her name is Betty Jane, my dear grandmother, who's a longtime Santa Cruz resident um, and made it to 93 years old. Uh, she <clears throat> had given me um, some startup money to start my business. And um, she passed away three months after uh, Brew Cruise was born. So the bus lives on in her namesake. <laughs> what a wonderful thing. And I should I should input yeah. uh, suggest here that if people are interested in your in your business, uh, whether it's for a wedding or for going to uh, have a tour and going to some uh, brew pubs or for whatever reason it might be, it's um, www uh, Santa SC for Santa Cruz Brew B R E W C R U Z dot com. So www SC Brew Cruise dot com uh, just to let people know if they're interested in um, what you do and uh, who wouldn't be um, uh, <laughs> like I asked about the VW uh, can you show oh, by the way I, I want to ask I, we asked when we were down there that the kind of the swivel seat in the back only has one arm and you told, <laughs> you told us a great anecdote about trying to fix that and after trying a few times you said the hell of it and now it's a it's a one-armed chair but it's for a good reason yes i mean there's it is just in people's nature i feel like to anytime they get a beer in them uh assume that they're the next mary lou retton or simone <laughs> biles and yes. uh start to do gymnastics on a two-armed swivel chair so uh that happened for you know, a couple years and a couple welds, and I said, you know what, the captain's chair, which will always remain, uh, will now be the one-armed captain. Yes. Uh, so I had to put the kavosh on any more gymnastics, but, I mean, it still gets a full 360 spin. So. Yes. And there's also... <laughs> there's uh, flexibility. When you step into the bus like any other bus, right to the... Uh, left is a, a lounge chair, I guess is what you'd call it. So that's the comfy chair. And, and, there, there, yes. and there's bench seats, and those are all comfy. And there's all kinds of sayings and, and different knickknacks. And it, it just looks like a place that, uh, gee, the next time I come to Santa Cruz, I'd sure like to cruise around in, in a bus and, and go on a pub crawl or whatever it might be. And, and that's, yeah. that said, that, that vehicle itself must have plenty of stories and there's one come to mind that you could share about a, a certain group you took around or maybe a, a, a famous person or anything that comes to mind that you'd like to share that might um, give some more definition to the character of that bus. Oh my gosh. I mean, at this point, I wish that I had kept sort of a journal, like yes. a Anthony Bourdain, like no reservation situation, yes. a kitchen confidential because yes. um, I've been doing it for so many years and yeah, they're, the memories are expansive and there's, I mean, it's just like you said, it's a good vibe on there. So yes. uh, there isn't a bad tour necessarily, maybe one, 
Okay. <laughs> um, there is, but there isn't. Uh, most of the memories just all revolve around um, joy and reconnection, and yeah, some hilarity, um, some some inappropriateness, which yes. you know what happens on the brew cruise stays on the brew cruise. You bet. Um, I've done. Yeah, I've I've done wake. I've done a wake on the bus, uh, which oh my was really emotional and and also really beautiful. I've had a rugby team sing their entire volume of rugby songs, going all the way down to Coralitos and back, <laughs> and then do a and then do a scrum on the bus. Yes. Um. While all <laughs> while driving. Uh, I've done bands on the bus, all, all of our uh, sort of local bands, uh, which has been really fun where they jam out mm -hmm. and, um, well, you know, a sunset drive down Westcliff while they're jamming out and people are singing along. Oh, um, how neat is that? That's yeah, the ho lively. holiday tour. Yeah, there, there's so many. Um, I, I can't. I can't even just tell you one story, but yeah. you, you shared a few. That's, just joy. That's, that's great. <laughs> I watched you, like other guests when we were down there, uh, I watched you drive and uh, use uh, tremendous skill. Um, what kind of, yeah, it's more like, it like, I don't know if I want to say three on the tree, but what kind of transmission and, and you have to open the door? I mean, there's a lot going on most of the time, a big, a big steering wheel and um, was that quite a learning curve, even though you came down, you said, at, at 35 miles an hour? But I, I'm just speaking a little about attorney. I bet you have some pretty strong arms. I have. I do have some pretty strong arms. The wheel, the the steering wheel is gives some good flex, though, so it's yeah. not so hard to turn. And the turning radius is remarkably good on that bus. Uh, considering um, it's a seven three international, yes, uh, it's it is diesel, which we talked about the issues. I mean, a diesel engine is a workhorse, and I have loved having a diesel engine. Obviously, there we're taking a different direction in California, so yes. I'm going to have to figure out uh, that. I actually saw on your last podcast or, re or recent pro podcast. Uh, Good conversation about uh, the EV movement. So, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that's where we're headed. But uh, yeah, as far as um, as far as learning to drive it, just familiarity and practice. Sure. I mean, now it feels. It used to be where I would do tours, and then I'd get into my own vehicle, which is an Outback Subaru, and it would feel like night and day. And now. Um, the bus feels more like a part of me, I guess, when I'm driving it. Yes. I mean, I have such great vantage points, so I can see easily out the window. Um, yeah, there's. I don't have. It's automatic, so oh, great, great. there's no air brakes. It's it's an easier, I'd say, vehicle to drive, and then because of the size um, and visibility. Uh, it's I can park it in a normal parking spot. I mean, it's snug, but sure, I can get him. I can get her in there. We uh, we uh, firsthand got to know about your skills because there was a street that we went down that um, unfortunately had been part of a uh, uh, an ero <laughs> erosion. I guess I don't know what you, uh, what else you'd call it. a big chunk of the road was gone, and and we had to turn back. And you did a, a, 
a very uh, slick three-point turn or eight-point turn, whatever it was. And but you got us out of there yeah. with, with great, you know, great skill. And um, yeah, that was a shame, <laughs> shame to see that part of the the side of the hill go down. But you managed just just fine, of course. Uh, we were all fine. Yeah, I was. I uh, was trying to get us out of there before. Yeah, any of the nosy neighbors said, "What's this bus doing coming down this way?" So, uh. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I guess lastly, um, when someone wants to contact you again, it's um, uh, www.scbrew, B-R-E-W, cruise, C-R-U-Z, dot com. And, and um, depending upon the, the per- people who are interested, they, they can make a choice of two vehicles, if I understand correctly, and you determine what's best for them, or they can request one, and it, it works out pretty smoothly. You have a relationship with the Dream Inn, and do you have a, relationships with other hotel properties? Um, and other businesses that you work through, or is it word of mouth with individuals? How does how does your business work uh, for people who are vi- visiting the area? Yeah, um, like you said, the reservations are all done online. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you forget, if while you're listening, you're forgetting that it's SC Brew Cruise Brew Cruise. I finally got the someone else had owned the URL, so I finally got it. Yes. Um, so brew crew, if you type in brew cruise, it will also just come up. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, if you if you're staying at the Dream Inn, that's where our the VW resides, and so you can also inquire at the front desk about reservations there. Um, but we can pick up from any hotel in town, and then for any all of our private tours, we'll pick up from your residence or your Airbnb or dinner, basically wherever is most convenient for you. Gotcha. So, um, so that makes it easy, and uh, yeah, I have relationships with all the breweries in town, and uh, I do, obviously, just because of, of guests that are staying in town, I do frequent other hotels, but um, my loyalty <laughs> is mostly to the tree bed, sure. uh, but like I said, I, I, I do pickups all over. Sure. Annie, thank you for, uh, for the time today. It's probably a good time to break. Uh, I want to remind people if they're in the area to, uh, number one, if they're not staying at the Dream Inn, to certainly go over and check out this uh, wonderful uh, Volkswagen. Uh, I was corrected, and, and rightfully so, 13 window, uh, in great shape. Uh, it's in front of a, a, a wonderful place. It's been restored and celebrated its 60th anniversary, and, you know, it fits into the, the motif, if you will, of, of where you're staying, and, and uh, certainly the the reputation of uh, the laid-back but now um, uh, and recovering Santa Cruz, and it's just a perfect combination. And, of course, so is the international. It's a, it's a great thing. So we got I, not, I noticed a lot of people looking and thumbs up and people beeping horns. I'm sure you get it all the time, <laughs> but it, it's, quite a, it's quite a sight to see in Santa Cruz. So, Annie, thanks, thanks a bunch for being a guest on the Weekly Driver podcast, and um, I, hope, I hope to say hello soon one of these days. Yeah, I'd love to have you back on anytime. Thank you, James. I really appreciate it. It's definitely given me a good energy break in my in my Wednesday to talk to you. Okay. Thanks again, and uh, hope to meet your acquaintance again soon. Thanks. Thanks again. Bye now. All right. Thanks so much. Bye bye.